I don't think any of you, I know I haven't been in a retreat, physical retreat environment. So um, this is probably becoming more familiar now, these sorts of online settings. And there are um, blessings from this format. And there are also challenges, of course, um, the blessings is that uh, I get to talk to you and you get to hear the Dhamma from me and from lots of different uh, folks who are sharing online. So it gets, uh, get to really infuse our own uh, space. You probably, I imagine in your own home, apartment or room. Uh, so this opportunity really to practice at home, which triggers more kind of more than anything else will, this sense of identity, this, the ideas of my, me and mine, my stories, uh, what am I doing? How am I doing it? Um, you know, just all the different activities that we kind of collect in our, in our mind, they really get activated by things that we uh, either are familiar with the things that we possess and own. And we can see this kind of most clearly when we go to places that are unfamiliar. So places that we don't own, like a retreat environment, or we go for a walk out in nature. And nature doesn't often trigger a sense of ownership. And what it reminds us of is a way of relating to the present moment or to what is in front of us in a way that is not based in needing something to happen or not triggering a sense of control, right? Or not uh, activating, I've got to do something, right? Or I've got to be something to prove my, my worth. And nature just is doing what it's doing. And it is displaying its own possibility of presence if we actually look at it in that way. And so I want to just encourage in a way, part of our practice today will be looking at um, how to take the very familiar and the mundane. So the space that you're in rather than seeing them as objects that are your responsibility and you're just narrowing the, the attention and the focus on those things. You might notice the space right between you and the objects. What are the, what are the signs? This is called the nimitta in Pali. Our mind is drawn to signs that we just have habitual tendencies to go towards. So for example, if we're looking at someone that we know well, a family member, the things that get activated in our mind are our own patterns, right? Which is uh, maybe how we see them. Are we enjoying them, that we feel frustrated or things that we feel like they should be doing, shouldn't be doing. And we forget to notice the other signs, the signs that they are uh, a being who is also wanting to be happy, who is subject to their own causes and conditions, right? They are living out their own fears and anxieties, um, their own aspirations, 
So kind of being in our in your own space where which is where we all are, how do you see the room that you're in? Do you notice the floor, right? The walls, the sense of space, being interested in uh, so a very mundane activity of seeing. And I talk a lot about this because so often what we see that feels familiar and then the familiar leads to a lack of connection, a lack of actually being present. So we're not awake to the sense of an intimate moment that's happening. And yet, if you so if we if you are sighted, if you have eyesight, uh, and you are to be threatened with the loss of eyesight, the very act of seeing would become very precious, precious in the sense that you would remember that you have it. So, and it's not something that we need to make more of, but it is the place that we can uh, use ordinary experiences, seeing and hearing how the body is feeling, body posture. So rather than moving through these in a, well, I've been here before, there's nothing special sort of way. What is it that enables you to inhabit your own experience right in a more full sense? Can I value this next breath, right? This next breath that is truly sustaining your life. Can you appreciate it? Just a very simple ability, right? To reconnect with things that are familiar, right? Things that actually sustain us, that give us life, rather than the very things that might put us to sleep because they're not exhilarating, they're not really activating. But this is how we can, in fact, um, kind of reclaim the fullness uh, of, our, of our life, of our lived moment. So let's take um, a few moments now to settle in uh, to a bit of formal practice. And formal practice really is just a concept indicating maybe a little bit uh, more intention to not do anything else, to turn the radar of our attention. And I'm, if your eyes are open I'm, or they're closed, I'm moving my hand. This is something that my teacher, Saito Utejaniya in Burma, Burma would often kind of remind me that my attention when I was getting, um, over-involved and complicated my attention was 100% outward. And he would just gently say, and, and what is it like to have now remembering that your attention can be drawn within, knowing uh, what's, what's happening? What is the source, the deeper source, not just the surface activation of what the eyes are seeing, what the ears are hearing, what the mind is thinking about, what the heart, and the emotional body is is presenting, uh, but what what is what's meeting it? What are the qualities, right? So can we turn towards what's here? 
And so just taking a moment to maybe just very lightly incline the intention towards, if you haven't already beginning to notice, maybe the felt sense, the embodied sense of where you are physically. So the whole body might even locate your body on the chair or floor that's supporting you, the earth elements that are holding you up, the solidity. So allowing the body to rest. And for those of you who might be newer to mindfulness practices, and being aware, we're really uh, simply connecting again with our direct experience. And we are never far from our direct experience. And yet we forget to make use of, of what's happening to support another moment of mindfulness. Of sensing the mental energies that might be operating various tensions, anxieties, worries, heartaches, and grief that may be present if you've had loss. The body is a really important component of our ongoing experience. The body experience and the body can only be experienced in the present moment. So it can help to remind us that we're having one moment of experience at a time. This can help the movement out of complexity the mind very easily proliferates in stories. Experiences in the body, very ordinary, hardness, tingling, vibrations. Noticing 
places that might feel softer, more expanded. Body, really helpful place to feel grounded. the mental energies that we most often use to get anything done in our life, they often lead to a sense of tension or tiredness, craving, wanting, And our meditation practice is really learning to trust a different approach. And this quality of awareness or mindfulness, it isn't about reaching out and grabbing hold of our experience, whether it's the body the experience of the breath. Or any of the experiences of the mind, moods and emotions, the thoughts. We're not trying to grab hold of things. We're not trying to change what it is that we experience. And the experiences simply allow the cultivation, the possibility of awareness. That they can support another moment of knowing. And so even as I am talking and you might hear the sound of my voice, Just noticing the sense of ease, not hard to hear my voice. We usually are hearing without noticing that we're hearing.
the practice of mindfulness or awareness, we're able to recognize the present moment. So in this case, we remember that hearing is happening. We're just sensing the effortlessness of knowing. It's not a doing, awareness already acknowledges or receives the experience just as it is. And this takes some exploration at times, exploring what can be let go of, how much less can I do? What's needed right now to to be here? And the energies of the body and the mind, these are the natural movements of the human experience or sentient beings, energies, vibrations that are bodily, always happening. In the same way, the different energies in the mind, inner chatter, commentary, worries and anxieties, and seeing if you can make enough space in the mind allowing awareness to receive whatever is present. Our practice becomes a struggle when we feel that we need to do something to what's happening. But receiving, knowing how we're feeling returning to the present moment. Just noticing the lightness of intention that's required. Awareness receiving the breath. the gentle flow or the tide of the breath and the body expanding and settling.
So our life is always happening as long as we are alive, life is happening. And this happening, you could say the experiences that are happening, just the natural activities of seeing and hearing, smelling, tasting, experiences in the body. And then all of the experiences in the mind, and the thoughts that we have, the concepts, the skillful and unskillful states of mind and heart. So all of these always happening. When we are not settled or close to our practice, we could say this activity that what's happening tends to draw us out into the experience. We lose touch with um, the underlying realities that are happening hard to notice that what is happening is simply arising and passing in the present moment, that it's just an aspect of nature or experience. And so we get entangled, things get very complicated. The heart feels oppressed, always moving, always burdened, worried or lost, sometimes in joy and laughter, contentment, also the good. But mindfulness, this quality of awareness, we use the very same experiences that are happening as the basis And is that which can help to support another moment of knowing. So this can really be an invitation to to rest. We don't need to control what's happening. And you can ask yourself, is what's happening right now something that I can be aware of? Is it okay to be aware of this tiredness, a bit of underlying fear, anxieties? Is it okay that the mind keeps slipping off into the stories that it's familiar with? feels unsettled 
Is that okay? I'm just handling what's here right now. So we're always, always living in the present moment. And learning to relate to the present moment through what's skillful. And right now, simply allowing awareness to find its footing. Letting the, maybe the momentum of constant doing to settle for a bit. And so just trusting a sense of ease. This is enough right now.
Okay. Good to see you. So again, reminder, uh, just to frame this day as an intention, even if you have some things to do, try to make awareness uh, a priority. How do I do this next thing? With, with a sense of knowing, with, with uh, returning, staying at home, doing what you need to do, what helps me to be aware. To join Alexis's online offerings, including regular day-long retreats, go to alexisantos.io. Retreats are freely offered. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.